Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. You're listening to The Breakfast Huddle with Adrian Abraham and Ryan Huang. Time now to discuss the top market moving headlines that investors will be paying attention to and its potential implications. It is now time for The Breakfast Brief, Ryan. Yeah, so in focus is the latest batch of US data. That is what's keeping investors up and figuring out what will happen as the Fed digests these numbers. And I'm looking at the August flash PMI numbers that just came in. They are well below market expectations. So that's reviving some concerns around U.S. growth. So if you look at how the services PMI, for example, it's dropped to 44.1. That is the worst reading since May 2020, nearly two plus years. And this is a reflection of how Things are weakening to some extent um, in terms of demand and sentiment. Um, so you still have some patches of strength when it comes to the labor market, but on some measures, it is weakening. So that is going to add more noise to the backdrop when people figure out or try to figure out where the Fed is going to be setting their policy in the next meeting. Of course, the Jackson Hole Symposium down the road this week will be one to watch out for when it comes to signals. Also, new home sales data in the U.S., plunged in July, confirming the cooling of the housing market in the US. And this is, as we saw, a surge in supply, just putting uh, the lid on those prices. So that is expected to continue cooling as consumer sentiment continues to weaken and borrowing costs remaining elevated with those rising interest rates. So those two points will be one to chew on as uh, we see the Asian trading day unfold. Yeah, and, uh, you know, closer to home, uh, let's say, uh, turning our attention to Malaysia. Besides the headlines, are Nadja Brazak heading to jail to start a 12-year sentence. Uh, Malaysia hopes to speed up the revival of the Singapore KL high-speed rail plans for extension to Bangkok as well. Yeah, so some good news for those who were hoping to have another option to hit up to KL, high-speed rail, could be back on the cards. So a bit of a U-turn because you might remember all these hopes and yeah. optimism that it might see that connection by high-speed rail cutting the time taken for Singaporeans to head up and of course vice versa which will of course bring about more business activities and the potential for just more connections and links so that's back on the table after Malaysian Prime Minister Ismail Sabri Yaakob says he's eager to speed up the process to revive the project and this is of course after it was terminated last year with that change in government. And that also came along with Malaysia paying over $100 million in compensation to Singapore. But now he's being quoted in the Banama News Agency that uh, there have been ongoing discussions being carried out by the transport ministers of both countries to restart the project and there will be changes to the terms and conditions. And also alongside that idea of a connection between Singapore and KL is also a connection to Bangkok. So it could be a very long high-speed rail link that, of course, Singaporeans can then enjoy going up to Thailand as well. That's something that you might enjoy. Which one would you prefer? To fly to Bangkok or to take the train? Ooh, I think with the option of a train, it's just going to make it so much more convenient, right? You just have to walk up to a train station. Um, you don't have to go through all the airport 
um, no, procedures still, and customs. I think much. you'll still have the same sort of uh, you know protocols in place because you have to go through immigration, mm. you have to go through security because you're still you know traveling. But there overseas. is additional, I guess, perception or at least that layer of um, security checks. Right, you got to go two hours in advance of your flight and so on. But with a train service, maybe that can be cut down to some extent. So I'll be looking forward to this happening if it does happen. But um, fingers crossed um, that we can see this sometime down the road. Yeah, very exciting. He also said that it's got potential to want to extend the rail link as far as China. Oh, so that could be a new weekend getaway option, a train ride to China. If it does come to fruition, this is going to make it very interesting for the region. Yeah, as soon as they uh, drop their zero COVID policy, uh, then it will be much better. Speaking of China, banks are inflating uh, their loan numbers as demand sinks, Ryan. Yeah, so this is a very interesting news piece out of Bloomberg. And it's interesting because in the backdrop, we've got China facing a slowdown and you've got the policymakers pushing pushing banks to lend more. And to some extent, they are doing so, but on the surface. So it looks like some Chinese banks are employing unusual practices to inflate their loan volumes. So in some cases, they've been reported to just offer companies loans and then allowing them the option to deposit those loans back with the bank at the same interest rate. So pretty much net, net zero. And you also have some interesting arrangements where they have other financing, um, special financing arrangements just to uh, dress up these loans to boost volumes. So you've got a lot of interesting um, happenings in the loan space uh, as we see people just not having the appetite to take up these loans because you've got the prospects of a slowing economy and also a crisis in confidence with some of the property um, developers. So that's just holding back the consumer sentiment or consumers from taking up these uh, new loans or to borrow even more. So economists are now warning that the country faces what's called a liquidity trap where demand for loans is dropping, even though there is more incentive for them to take it up. So that is one front to watch out for in China to see how the economy uh, will play out with this backdrop. Yeah, it certainly is. Ryan will be back with a finance update around 7 at 35 a.m. Keep it right here. Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.